Thanks for tuning in to Mysteries of the Mind, a podcast revealing the way our unconscious minds shape our lives. And now, here's your host, Dr. Michael Bader. So this is the second of my podcasts about the psychological effects of the quarantine that we're all going through. This one is called, Remember How We Used to Leave the House Without Masks? Colon, How I Miss Being Free of Paranoid Anxiety. See, I don't miss socializing with other people much, and I don't miss going to restaurants or theaters. Instead, here's what I miss the most about my pre-pandemic, pre-quarantine life. In my prior life, I could leave my house without a shred of paranoia. That's what I miss. Going out into the public world, for whatever reason, without feeling vigilant, threatened, or anxious. In those good old days, I might have had reservations about where I was going, but I did not have the overlay of worry that I currently carry with me. Now, you know, like most of us, I venture into the world feeling that, see, now I have to be on guard against threats posed by a world that has suddenly become dangerous. This simple fact of my current life, the need for a self-conscious vigilance and carefulness, activates a physical stress response, triggering, as it does, the release of adrenaline and cortisol into my body. And the accumulation of these stress hormones makes my public outings something of a strain. And over time, it floods my system in ways that are extremely unpleasant. Now, in respecting stay-at-home orders, I don't go to many places. The grocery store, a drugstore, and an occasional restaurant for takeout food. I myself go to a driving range at a golf course sometimes and hit range balls off by myself. And I take walks in the neighborhood. I wear a mask when appropriate and practice social distancing. But see, paradoxically, these safety practices end up contributing to the problem because the mask and the need for distancing themselves are triggers reminding me of the ever-present dangers. My brain is thus signaling me all the time to be hyper-aware of these IEDs that the coronavirus has buried everywhere. Now, I don't really miss socializing with other people very much. What I miss is not being worried when I leave the house. And it's not like I used to feel carefree when I went into the world all the time. I mean, the trials and tribulations of everyday life were always there. But I didn't feel then what I feel now, namely a subtle sense of peril from and the need to play defense against some invisible enemy. I feel now as if I can't help but almost osmotically absorb the messages that the media is constantly sending, that the world's a dangerous place, and that it's important for me, for all of us, to be constantly alert and constantly vigilant. So when I go into a grocery store, as is true with most people, it's a planned event. Uh, 
there really can be no sense of mindless wandering up and down the aisles. Instead, I approach the errand as if I'm part of a special ops team on a mission. Mask, gloves, hand sanitizer, reminders of no face touching, carts that have been wiped down, a masked person counting at the door, uh, monitoring customers, floor markings that extend checkout lines well back into the store aisles, noticing people without masks. These things are on my mind at all times. Taken alone, these considerations are not traumatic, but taken together, they represent what? An, An uncertain and treacherous world. No wonder that when I get back home, I feel like I'm a survivor. Obviously now, the problem of being unable to leave the house without worrying, without vigilance, is dwarfed in the lives of so many people who are themselves sick or are worried about loved ones getting sick or are financially hurting. And the psychosomatic toll of contending with potential dangers in the public world hardly ranks up there with the grief one feels about losing a loved one to COVID-19 or to the helplessness of frontline providers who have to helplessly watch their patients crash. Still, for those of us who are objectively safer or have more resources than others, it's important not to let survivor guilt diminish our own claims to suffering. All of us are struggling together and as individuals, and all of us deserve understanding and empathy. We live, after all, in a world where danger is a type of background radiation impinging on our minds and our bodies. It's stressful, tiring, and unhealthy. The best we can do, I believe, is to get through each day and every day without hurting ourselves and others and to find comfort wherever it can be found. Thanks for listening to Mysteries of the Mind podcast. To learn more about how your unconscious mind really works, please tune in next time. And be sure to visit Dr. Bader's website at michaelbader.com.